good communication between two people can be a challenge, but what about communicating with your staff or your corporate franchisor or getting information to flow between the two? Your challenge just grew exponentially. It's time to build your brand. Welcome to Build Your Brand, I'm Joe Barnhart. Communication within a corporation can be difficult, trying to get the right information to the right groups of people at the right time. Expand that into a franchise system and you've added several more layers of complexity. Franchisees have to manage their own staff while working with the corporate office to maintain the brand. Today we're going to talk about how that process works. And joining us for the conversation is Hannah Conlin, Internal Communications Team Lead at Two Men in a Truck, and Les Wilson, a franchise business owner of two men and a truck locations in the southeast. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. Before we get started on the actual topic, let's get a little bit of background. Les, why is it that you wanted to own your own business, and what drew you to two men and a truck in the first place? I mean, Joe, everybody doesn't want to own a moving company when they grow up. That's, <laughs> well, that's a, maybe. That's the American dream. Uh, but seriously, I was a completed my freshman year at the University of South Carolina, so I'm going to date myself in 1995, and really just needed a summer job, and my roommate for the summer had, his parents had used the two-minute truck in Charlotte the, the year before, and like his mom said, hey, you should go work for two-minute truck, so he went and got a job, and I saw him out on a Thursday night, and you know, we were just kind of talking about, hey, what are you going to do this summer, and I said, honestly, I don't know. And he said, I'm working for two men in a truck, which at the time I'd never heard of. And I said, well, I'll come check it out tomorrow. And ironically, at 7.30 the next morning, they were banging on my dorm room door because uh, they needed me and they had a shirt. So 15 hours later, I worked my first very full day for two men in a truck. Uh, and I continued to do it for that summer and then continued to do it uh, part-time because I was pre-med at the time. And I just... It kind of evolved. Uh, I continued to interact with customers and really enjoyed the experience. I was promoted to customer service and eventually into management, but all the while still was, was planning to be a doctor someday. Uh, and on the flip side, in medicine, I was working double shifts on weekends uh, at the emergency room at Richmond Memorial Hospital in Columbia, and I would come in at 7 a.m. on a Saturday morning and whichever physician on call had usually been there since the night before, when I would leave at 11 o'clock that night, the physician would still be on call and still be there. Uh, Sunday morning, I would return at 7 a.m. again, and guess what? They're still there. And when I would leave that night, they would still be there. I mean, so they're literally working 48 straight hours, and I personally like eight hours of sleep a night. So <laughs> yep. uh, the, the, the hours were terrible. Uh, and then Roger and Tara Boyer were the local two-man truck franchisees in Columbia. I developed a great relationship with them, and I learned a ton from them and, and really just kind of fell in love with the brand. So in 1999, I was able to buy my first franchise, and today I'm, I'm still a part of this wonderful system. Excellent. Um, as you mentioned, you've been with the system for a little while now. How has communication uh, evolved between corporate office and the franchise locations over the years? Joe, the, the communication in the system tends to be cyclical. Uh, as business needs change, as leadership develops, as my business interests have grown, uh, Tuma Truck, which you know used to be the small family brand, and at, at times you know that's that's what we needed, 
uh, and at other times we've been overly, overly communicative. The system has grown, leadership changes, and you definitely experience a shift, uh, you know, from small mom and pop to more corporate. Uh, now we've gone back, not quite to the mom and pop, but but we we've kind of gone somewhere. But but it really has gone from very small to very corporate to now kind of something in between, which which I feel is is kind of the the best mix, uh, you know, in my opinion. Hannah, how about from the corporate office perspective? What kind of changes have you seen over recent years? Um, I think we, kind of like Les was saying, we really sort of have evolved um, over time. I know sort of when I started, we, one thing is we really focused heavily a lot on sort of communicating with sort of everybody in the system. So we kind of just send out, you know, mass emails kind of just to get one information out, one push, whatever we can. And now we try to be a little bit more streamlined and I want to say maybe a little bit more just strategic in terms of how we're going to communicate, what audience we're going to get to, um, and as well as our mediums too. We do a lot more with video communication than we really ever have in the past in terms of maybe our executive team who will have a video message to share whatever they want with a certain audience in our system. Okay. Um, how about uh, some of the changes that you feel have, have been positive for the organization, maybe some of the big things recently? Yeah, I think definitely. So some of the things I know that we've done so far or fairly recently over the past couple of years have been we've integrated more newsletters that are kind of a little bit more segmented towards certain audiences within our system. So our system is always growing, so we have a lot more roles, I think, than we have in the past. We have more marketers, more people who focus on recruiting, um, you know, sales professionals, those who focus more on the operational side of the business. So we have a lot more um, targeted communications, you know, email newsletters that go out just directly to those people to tr- kind of try to get them the information that sort of they need in more of a timely manner. Less from the, from the franchise perspective, uh, what are some of the communications challenges that you face? Uh, in terms of challenges, I mean, it, it's, you know, with I'm heavily involved in IFA, which is International Franchise Association, so I do have a lot of interaction with other franchise systems, and this is not specific to Minotaurus. This is kind of across most franchise systems. We are in different businesses, uh, different markets, et cetera, so sometimes communication for my needs in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, can be very different than needs in Omaha, Nebraska. Sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as a franchisee, my goal every day is to put trucks in driveways and deliver excellence in terms of customer service. The franchisor at times can feel a bit disconnected uh, just because not as involved you know, in the day-to-day, but, but I do think that through the centralized consulting model that, that has now been created, uh, there's definitely been a, a huge effort in terms of the franchisor to, to really feel more connected to us on a day-to-day basis and and to support us as much as possible. So I think that we have evolved quite a bit and the new centralized consulting model has been a huge benefit uh, and it has helped overcome some of the challenges and some of the, and air quotes, disconnection that could be felt from time to time. Tell me a little bit about this centralized consulting model. What How does that work from a franchisee perspective? Um, as the business and, and you know, as an organization, that we, as we have shifted to a larger international organization, uh, it's definitely added value to our brand, but communications have had to become more corporate in structure, and again, I'm using those famous air quotes. Uh, <laughs> but Two Men Truck International, the franchisor, has definitely made an effort to streamline communication organizationally 
by offering specialists in, in each department, and that's a marketing area, that's sales, uh, operations, finance, uh, you know, kind of the, the touch points that we need on a day-to-day -day business. Uh, home office is, is what we refer to Team Direct International, has, has done a good job of putting people in each of these buckets so that if I do have finance needs, I contact Pam Nelson. If I do have sales questions, I can, you know, I consult someone in the sales department. If I have marketing issues or, or needs, I, I can, you know, consult somebody in marketing. And by doing that, it, it really has helped for, for us to move forward and to continue to develop as our markets develop. Hannah, what are uh, some of the challenges from a corporate's perspective of dealing with so many different locations, less messages, locations across the country? They all have different angles, different needs, different things going on. What What are some of the challenges from a corporate level on communication? Um, yeah, so we're constantly evolving, constantly changing in our system, as well as we're obviously still always growing. Um, so I think some of the challenges that we really face is really communicating um, to the appropriate people and really making sure people get the information they need. Um, we do, we're trying to overcome, but I think it will be a little bit of a struggle is sort of the over communication versus not enough. We want to sure. make sure that people get the information that they need. We need to put out information on our key projects, updates, um, new programs that we're rolling out. Um, and so we need to make sure that people get that information. So we want to put it out there, but we don't want to make it a little bit too much, too much overload. Um, but we also don't want people to not know about that. So I think that's one struggle that we have that we're still, I think we've gotten a lot better at over the past few years, but we're still working on. Mm -hmm. Also, I think our kind of our timing. So right now, the summer is too many trucks, kind of busiest time of year. Sure. However, we can't just not communicate. We can't just not tell them about something new coming up or even something that is happening currently. So it's really kind of that delicate, delicate balance between making sure people get the information now, but sort of understanding too that they're they're very busy. Our franchise locations are right. very busy right now with our influx of customers. So it's kind of that timing too and that sort of delicate balance. Okay. Uh, Les, Hannah mentioned the, the it's kind, of, kind of the deluge of communication that can be had at the, the franchise end. How do you manage that and, and have you seen changes in that over the years? Uh, deluge is a, a great a, a great description, if you will. <laughs> uh, you categorize them, I and it's one of those things that if it is something relevant to a customer, it becomes top priority. Uh, you know, we pride ourselves on not just being a moving company, but we are a customer service company that moves. And by taking that tagline and by shooting, you know, to maintain our 97% referral rate, it means that the customer always comes first. And so any communication from corporate that is customer related takes first priority. Uh, but everything that does come, you know, it, it's the goal is always to answer it within a certain amount of time. So customers are immediate. Uh, general questions probably that the timeline becomes an hour to two hours. Uh, so everything is answered, you know, in somewhat of a timely fashion, but, but the customer does always come first. How much of a challenge is it, less making sure that the communication from the corporate office gets to the right people at your locations? <laughs> that again is, uh, <laughs> that, that again is, is one of the, uh, the major challenges. Uh, we like home office with a centralized consulting, uh, my group, which we, you know, refer to ourselves as Team Wilson. I don't even know where that moniker came <laughs> from. Uh, 
Uh, we too have departments. We have an HR director, uh, we have a sales and marketing director, uh, both in North Carolina and in Georgia. Uh, we also have ops directors in North Carolina and in Georgia. Uh, we also have a finance director uh, and we have an admin who kind of helps with the HR and the finance stuff. So we, we have our own specialized departments. And again, if it's customer related, it's typically going to go to ops. Uh, whereas if it is a marketing opportunity, it goes to marketing. If it's a sales opportunity or a business opportunity, it goes to sales. So we too kind of di distribute uh, along those lines. And my wife and I just being the franchisee, we, we I guess we kind of play the, I don't want to say puppet master because it's such a <laughs> unflattering term, but, but we do try to disseminate the, the information as needed. Uh, and if it is something that's pretty basic, we may answer it just to, to try to, you know, keep things off of other people's plates. But, sure. but you know, distribution is the key and getting it in the right person's hands is the key to, to make sure that we are successful on a day-to-day -day basis. Hannah, what kind of things do you do from a corporate perspective to, to reach those different mm -hmm. audiences, to reach a salesperson or an ops person? Yep. So our main sort of for, or source, I guess, of communication is we have an intranet. And really, we always tell people sort of any kind of question you have about two-minute tr two truck, anything you know, project-related, process-related, you can find it on our intranet. So almost everyone has access to that. So we put out a lot of communication on a daily basis. Um, really kind of on that platform. And we also have kind of like what I was mentioning earlier in terms of sort of reaching our various audiences that we have since our system has grown so much and we have so many more people who are really focused on certain roles within their franchise. Mm -hmm. um, we have very targeted email newsletters that go out. So we have um, a marketer newsletter that will go out to our marketers to kind of focus on our marketing initiatives. Um, same thing with our um, kind of our human resources more related newsletter to go out to people who are focusing on recruitment and retention in their location. And then we also have, um, we have an internal Facebook page that we use. Um, one kind of thing that we are working to overcome is we have movers and drivers who are obviously really kind of, I think, the backbone of our system, who are the ones out there every day moving our customers forward. Um, they do not have a two-minute truck email address, so they can't access our intranet, for example, or our email okay. newsletters. So we have this internal Facebook page that really allows them to um, sort of get information on two-minute truck. It allows them to sort of share best practices from the field, so to say, with um, sort of their fellow movers and drivers across the entire system. Um, so that is kind of one of the things that we've sort of rolled out with the past couple of years that has really grown and gotten a lot of engagement so far. It allows um, us to share celebrations, milestones with our frontline staff. Um, and then also one thing that we rolled out within the past couple of years is a live stream video that we do, which our executive team at the corporate office um, does, and it allows our sort of executives to really communicate with our movers, drivers, CSRs, and sort of kind of build that relationship, so to speak, between sure. the corporate office and our frontline staff. Okay. Um, now, I know that uh, uh, an employee app is in the works as well. It how, is. how will that change it things? It is. So that's sort of um, kind of sort of, I think, an elevation from that internal Facebook page, mm -hmm. so to speak. So um, where we're looking to develop an app for really all of our employees across the entire system, a mobile app where... Um, employees will be able to communicate on the app with just their franchise location, so sort of their direct peers, as well as they'll be able to get information sort of from the corporate office 
kind of how the Facebook page sort of operates sure. in terms of, you know, larger campaigns that are rolling out across the entire system. Um, but then they'll also be able to see sort of from their direct franchisee, their manager, their fellow movers and drivers, um, information directly at their fingertips, basically. Excellent. Les, how does communication work across franchises? You must, there's obviously commonalities between your location and other locations across the country. What types of, of ways do you use to, to keep that information flowing? I mean, honestly, the, the, the simple answer is we share. Uh, we share the good, we share the bad, we share the ugly, uh, and we really do feel like, at least in our group, that if we don't put it out there, we don't have the opportunity to learn from it. So sometimes sharing is one-on-one. Uh, Too Much Truck International has developed a team of elected franchisee representatives, and that does offer us an alternative avenue of communi- communication and insight. Uh, we also take advantage of on-site training opportunities, and this is hugely important because it it does allow for additional training, but it also is is kind of built into the answer to this question. That's how we build a lot of the relationships. Sure. Uh, Mm -hmm. My wife, Brooke, and I also welcome fellow franchisees and and Two Men Truck International, the franchisor, to visit us anytime, you know, anytime they want. Uh, In fact, we have a fellow franchise visitor coming to see us this weekend uh, at our home in in Raleigh-Durham. So, it is just sharing, communication, uh, and just opening lines of, of conversation because we are better as one unit or, you know, one big unit than we are individually. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been a lot of great communication, which I guess is, <laughs> of course, the, the, the goal here anyways. Uh, so I want to thank both of you for, for spending a little time with us today. Thank you. Absolutely. My pleasure. We've been talking with Hannah Conlon, Internal Communications Team Lead for Two Men in a Truck, and Les Wilson, a Two Men in a Truck franchisee. I'm Joe Barnhart, encouraging you to get out there and build your brand. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the presenters and do not necessarily represent the views of Two Men in a Truck International Incorporated.